Hello and welcome to another episode of the A3 Footy Podcast. We're all finals bound here in this studio. My name is Alex Catalano and I'm joined by Alex Miller. Yes, we are, Cat. We're all finals bound. It's pretty hard to believe it. The first time since your team didn't... Who made it last year? Did you make it last year? No, we, we make met in 2017. No, they didn't make it last year. We do. We just and first then, time since '95. Wow, if the, do- if the dogs uh, yeah. win this weekend, we, we, yeah, we just need to uh, solidify our spot in the finals with a big win in Ballarat this weekend. How are you, Alex Doherty, about the finals? Um, very, very. <laughs> uh, I would say I'd be lying if I said I was very sheepish. As we're seeing from the group chat this week, uh, he's pretty up and about. He's very up and about. Football's coming home, boys. Football apparently is coming home to Whitnoval, even though it's been there, as you mentioned, Kat, uh, two years ago, <laughs> three years ago now. Three years ago. We, we haven't been there since, so... But anyway... Very excited. What we had a little bit of a... Come back to... The bottom. <laughs> uh, look, all I have to say is we made beating the Dockers look hard, so <laughs> I don't know about beating any of the finals calibre teams, but we did get a bit of a finals preview this week with the yes. top four clashes, one versus two and three versus four, which saw the Lions make their way to the top of the table for the first time in a very, very long time. I think 2005 was the last time they were top at a stage. Hmm. And the last time they were top to end the season were when, was it? Or was that um, I, I don't even know. Yeah, that, that, Port, that, Port that, was top in there. not recorded. Yeah, they didn't finish first in any of the years they won the flag. The dinosaurs yeah, were still around. <laughs> the dinosaurs were still around. And university was a thing. Yes. So, how did well, we see... on uh, university ladders. Oh, good, good memory. Thank how you. did we see the Cats uh, I know, and I, the I, I, know, I know exactly the one you're thinking of. Well, it's a great, interesting game. Kat, you, you mentioned that Paddy Dangerfield is probably the best game he's played all year mm. in terms of dominating a contest. We know Paddy is a top three player in the comp still, in my opinion. Still? Even this year? Not this year, but like <laughs> no, over his career, I'd say. Mm. Um, but this is the first game we saw him grab the scruff of the neck and um, took over the game. He had 36 touches, 18 kicks, 18 handballs, five free kicks, four. He loves a free kick. Um, a <laughs> snag. And I'll just get up the advanced uh, numbers here. He was just... A fantastic play. He went at 69%, nine clearances as well mm. um, to go along with two tackles. So he was very important. Yeah, I don't know. It was, um, I didn't see the entire game. I saw bits and pieces from the first three quarters and pretty much all the last, which was probably the main the main attraction of the game. The Cats had the Lions up until the last quarter. They were about three goals up or something they at three-quarter time. They were 23 points up at one stage. I think yeah. it was the biggest lead of the game, even more than that, according to the uh, scoreworm here, old mate. Uh, 24 points at one stage. So... They were in control, but I think we have mentioned this last week, gentlemen. I think the Cats have been figured out a little bit post-buy. Mm. Yeah, they definitely have. I think, what is it now? It's been, they've lost about five games? I think five games. I think they're two, I think they've won two more than they've lost. Yeah, they're 15, what are they, 15-6? 15-6. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they've, yeah. they've lost five games after the bye, mm. and they've won five? Five, yeah. Won five or so six. So a pretty, six. They're closer to the middle of the ladder than the top of the ladder <laughs> yeah. in terms of form since the bye. But I, I thought um, the big game here, Lockie Neal, he's had an outstanding year so far, but this is a massive game in terms of having to prove yourself in a pressure situation. Mm. I guess it's um, one of the highly regarded midfield that we can say it's along, but he was outstanding. And Jared Lyons, who we've... I'm still first. more impressed. This second half of the year, I've been more impressed by Lyons than Neal, to be honest. He has been, yeah. He's probably been better, but... Uh, He'll be he'll be stealing Brownlow votes from him. He will be. He had twenty eight touches, nine clearances of his own, and eleven tackles and a snag. So. That's insane. I'll tell you what, Stuart, you and the Bone off be feeling pretty shit about themselves at the I'll moment. I'll tell you what, I'd like to see a contest between Jared Lyons and Josh Dunkley, two un- mm. all players. Uh, be a bloody four hundred touches each. One. Well, they went head to head a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, we want to see it again. Though. Jared Lyons <laughs> and uh, Josh Dunkley. 
Do it, show it again. Ian McClug is just well, boys. He only went at 56%, but... You know, it's a lot for a young kid to step up. I've got a question for you, boys, because I've been hearing Hugh McCluggage and the term All-Australian a bit this week. What mm. do you guys think about that? I think not quite yet, but he will be in his career. If there's going to be a young player from the Lions in the squad, it's going to be Harris Andrews. Mm. I think McCluggage had an amazing start to the year. It's just going to depend whether the AA selectors do go for genuine wingmen on the wings this year. You'd think they would. What do you think, Doc? You post the question. Do you think he could slip in there? Um, oh, I don't know. I think he's had a good year, but I don't know if he's been good enough. Um, okay. Look, he, uh, he he will be an Australian before his time is done. There's no question about that. He's had a, he's had a breakout year this year, and he's just he's just got he's just got an enormous upside about him. He's, he's in his third year now. Yeah. So that's that's just. It's huge. If he doesn't make it this year, he's definitely in there next year. Well, I think the big sure. thing is, well, that's right. He's only, it's only his bloody third year, so the future is bright. But the last guy I want to talk about from the Lions, Doc won't want to talk about him, but Marcus <laughs> Adams had his absolute way with he Tom Wall. I, I, was wa- I, was wa- I was definitely waiting for you to say that. He, it, that was one of his best games I've seen since he's burst onto the AFL scene. Maybe his debut game when he kept Pavlich goalless. He I had think, 19 touches. Yeah, the, the seven rebound 50s really stands out to me. Yeah, That's massive. Well, as yeah. well, there's, there's 10 marks to go along with these 19 touches. He had 10 of those t- touches contested. Seven rebound 50s, as mentioned. Nine one percenters. So he was everywhere. And Tom Hawkins kept goalless. You don't see that very often. No. Mm. Uh, I've got to say, it's good to see him actually keeping his body on the park for a change. Mm. It's um, about that Brisbane Brisbane medical staff just keeps players healthy. Well, Adams McCarthy, look at him go. The big ride. Well. The big ride. <laughs> the big ride. That is genuinely the mark of the year. No, there can't there no, can't be many is, better. It is not. No, in terms not got a win mark there, but in terms of in, in no, terms it should. Of game, it should. Do you think it should? It, how many players do you think would have the composure to sure. absolutely fly for that as long as McCarthy well, did? Does, but he gets stick, up, stick the mark <laughs> in the last minute of the game to yeah, put the no, team back in front very, against the top of the true. table. Oh, stu- that was studs up on Saturday, wasn't studs it? Studs up. <laughs> and then they changed the rule. Yeah. Thank, um, thank Christ for that. Quickly, before we get to the West Coast Richmond game, Geelong boys, what did you make of their performance? We'll start with you, Craig. Um, from what I saw in the last quarter, the Cats were like, it was some real desperation from both of them, I thought. The Cats aren't a team to be taken lightly in the finals because I think they'll still match up well against the finals sides. Um, that last minute and a half or so when they were trying to push it forward as much as possible, they still got the ball out of those contests a couple times. They kicked points... But they still got it out. I don't think the Cats... The Cats are probably a bit more dangerous forward than people probably think. Mm. You know, they get praised a lot for their defensive work. And maybe this second half of the year, it's been shown that defensive work maybe not be might not quite be the key to winning games. And you need a strong offense like the Tigers and Lions and the other teams kind of at the top. Yeah. Um, but the Cats will still... They won't be a pushover in September. They, what do you think they won't be a pushover. The issue they've got? Does Mark Whitsell stay in that position or does Ray Stanley come back in? I reckon you'd have you'd have to go with Ray Stanley. I think Geelong's ruck issues have been well documented this year, and I think you look at who they've got at, at the present time. Zach Smith's not going to be there next year. Blitzarves was, oh, I'd say, no. 25 hitters, 10 touches. but Stephen he, he, he was okay, but Stephen Martin really towed him up. He really showed him how, how it's done. Steph had 16 touches, um, 36 disposals, and 7 clearances, so... I think I think Reece Stanley Reece Stanley was okay in the VFL, wasn't he, Cap? Yeah, he kicked two goals. Um, he was all right, yeah. It's a hard matchup against Nick Meese, but <laughs> he, he did not, all right. How's he not on the list, Nick Meese? Oh, who knows? Who <laughs> honestly <laughs> knows? But um, <laughs> Ben McNeese, hey? <laughs> Any boy? No. no. We're not mentioning Ben McNeese in this podcast ever again. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why we're saying it. Um, but I think that they'll have to persist with Ray Stanley for now, throughout this um, throughout September, and then see what they can do. See what they can do come uh, the trade period. Uh, with Geelong, I, I don't think they were too bad on Saturday. They certainly weren't disgraced. I just think Brisbane turned up when it mattered. Um, just that was such a, a freakish mark from uh, McCarthy. Just ridiculous. How 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 else can you stop that other than just apply pressure further up the ground? Well, not much you can do. Not much you can do. No. But um, well, good on good on Brisbane. I hope they hope they get up on the weekend and uh, claim the Tigers. Claim their first minor premiership. It's theirs for the I taking. Hope, I hope they don't get up. To be honest. <laughs> well, the Tigers played Fair. the Eagles at Fair. the G on Sunday, yeah. in what was also a very exhilarating clash. This is this is definitely one of the games of the year. Surely. It had everything. It had multiple comebacks from the Tigers. The fact that we was... were, you know, four goals down at quarter time and somehow still in the game, uh, it was very interesting. But West Coast led all the way through, even through to the third quarter. That seven-goal first quarter looked incredibly dominant. They were just, uh, every time they went forward, they scored. Obviously, the scoreline says it all 13-4, so 17 scoring shots throughout 23 and only to get a goal up. I think the one thing I noticed in that first quarter was that West Coast controlled the air mm. so well. And that's probably their, their their niche. I think Hardwick coached extremely well, though, after quarter time. Oh, he, he did. He and brought the heat. and they, We know West Coast are a fantastic possession side, as you said, Doc. But they like to chip it around the back. And I think they tried to do what the Pies did to us early in the year and control the footy and get the switch on quick. But I think the Richmond men guarding Shrubbery uh, did pretty well at cutting it shrubbery. off. Well, it's, uh, it, in <laughs> the first grass. half, they just outnumbered us forward. They were floating yeah. forward and there was, you know, Jamie Cripps popped up with three goals. Um, he was fantastic, I thought. I was impressed by a lot of the little moments in this game. A lot of times where, you know, you'd see the ball, maybe the Eagles were trying to, starting to get something moving forward and one, one disposal would get a bit sloppy and the Tigers were on it immediately. Tackling, I, that's probably the best tackling I've seen from a side all year. Oh, the tugs. I think so. Well, we did have we had. It was amazing. Fifty-one. So. Just in terms of how uh, Jason Castagna, eight tackles <laughs> yeah. to his name. He he did play well as a pressure forward, but you got to finish those chances, obviously. Yeah. I think the big thing as well is that we almost had twenty more inside fifties, which is the glaring number, sixty-two to forty-four. So yeah. should have really dominated the game a bit more. But the fact that we were able to fight back, I was really pleased with. Obviously, Dusty Boy. It's just good to see him. Over. I was pretty pleased. Exploded. Yeah, the man did well. Um, Mark Hutchings going off was, was a big blow for them. Yeah, yeah. He's out for the rest of September. So it will change the Eagles' structure because they do love a tagger. Mm. Maybe Jackson Nelson gets to run with what role or something like that. i tell you what, Dusty had a real – I think Dusty's had a real up and down year. But yeah. I think that was his best game for the year, without doubt. And heading into the right time of the year as well, I reckon a lot of those other sides in the eight are going to be worrying – about him a lot. I can't go past thirty-five touches and a goal. That's just that's I'm just an elite, an elite stat line. Was the most influenced player on the ground. He yes. Who is this? Shedder. Oh yeah, yeah no, nah, good call. Twenty-nine touches, one snare himself, seven inside fifties, uh, two tackles, ten clearances, as I mentioned. But the big thing is, is you talked about cap the little moments in the last quarter when it was bucketing down with rain. Mm. I, he just knew a couple of times and no chance of picking up, so he just kicked it forward and. Two or three times got it out of the set of square, which made all the difference. So I'll say it every time. That's what you guys do best: is just moving the ball forward, and it's just at all costs. And but the players ahead of the ball always work for it to make it to their advantage. Some teams will just hope that the ball falls to their advantage, but the Tigers make it. Yeah, I think so. I, I think as well that the guy, another couple of guys, I thought um, 
what's his name? Ivan Soldo was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I definitely liked his game. Forty hit outs to the big man. Forty hit outs, yeah, twelve. Did well against Hickey against the big ghost. A very important <laughs> goal. Yeah, and he probably should have had another one. Hence the umpiring shambles. <laughs> um, they didn't pay him a mark, but he was okay. But there's a couple of guys had a couple of down weeks. Uh, Rioli hasn't really had an outstanding year at all. He was very quiet. Mm. I thought Shy Bolton, even though he didn't have a lot of the ball, his influence on the game was okay. Yeah, I liked. There was a goal he kicked. Um, it was early, first quarter, or the second yeah. quarter. That was he. That was looked very clean. I thought his kicking's gotten a lot better. Yeah, I think he's improved. I haven't, um, heard, I haven't heard you mention uh, Basher Hooley's game yet. I was about to say that's the man of the match for me. Basher. Basher went at eighty-two percent. So you said Shane Edwards was man of the match. <laughs> no, he's man of that last quarter. Oh, okay. <laughs> Basher had thirty-four disposals, twenty-one of them kicks, um, ten, ten contested possessions, nine marks. Three rebound fifties, but he's playing higher up the ground now because he had six inside fifties. So I think mm. Dimmers, him and Ellis are pushing up from the wings and seem to get a lot more of the ball. But yeah, it was it was a good win for us. But I think West Coast, for me, they're a little bit exposed. I think the big player that missed that was Dom Sheed boys. He only had the fourteen touches. Ooh. Bit disappointing from him. That is, yeah. that is that is pretty disappointing. The Eagles me. are probably lucky that they do have a lot of depth in that midfield that even within games can cover. Looking at like Yo's. Yo stats. He ended up with twenty six touches and fifteen clearances, yeah, which is pretty pretty insane. And eight tackles. Gaff yeah. had twenty nine and six clearances. Yeah, I, thought I, st- I still don't know about Gaff. I, I feel like he puts these numbers up, but I they didn't do much. They with don't. It. It was not damaging at all. Even at seventy, f- no, hang on, sixty five percent disposal efficiency. If you have it's six not bad in, in the wet. That's okay. Yeah, but six clearances for only three inside fifties. Mm, so I just don't know if Gaff's any time Gaff moves the ball if it's going to a. They're all rebound eight, no. fifty. He had eight, eight rebound fifties as so well. La- he likes to sit back and get a couple of cheapies. For mm. Luke Shoe's a head ducker. We all know that. <laughs> um, <laughs> How did you see Brad Shepard's game? Uh, he was okay. Nothing really outstanding. I thought Lewis Jetta was really important in that first half. His runoff half mm. back really hurt us. Yeah. But he sort of disappeared in the... Um, Josh you, Kennedy, there, boys, I think he's done. I think he's done, too. I th- yeah, I think he's done, the too. The only goal he kicked Sorry. was when he manhandled <laughs> David Asprey. He should have been a free kick for Asprey. <laughs> um, but he had no influence on the game. Jack Darling, as well. He kicked two in the first... Yeah, good early. Knocked himself out. I tell, you, I tell you what, you had a lot to say in the group chat about Tom Barass. Uh, he was... Barass. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he has been a reliable, apparently reliable... Apparently. ...all year. But he cost three goals. He had... Allegedly. My Allegedly. one is where he... Is there an inference that Rast has never played good footy in his life? <laughs> oh. No, no, he's been okay at times. But he had a strange moment on the weekend. You boys were saying it. Towards the end of the game, he dropped a mark, but handballed it straight to Tom Lynch mm. and then proceeded to oh. clothesline him and yeah. give away a free kick. So. <laughs> I don't know what the plan was there. but No, and the worst one as well, down the other end, uh, down the punt road end, when he kicked it straight to Kane Lambert coming out of the back. Yeah, I'm not, so. yeah I'm not quite sure what was going on there, but I think um, I think Richmond will take a bit of uh, solace in the next time they play because I have no doubt they will play again sometime mm. down September mm. that Tom Barras crumbles under pressure. I think they'll isolate him out because Lynch... Had his way, and I, I'm going to say it, boys, before we get to the eggs, is yes, uh, Tom Lynch is the best wet weather key forward in the comp. Best best recruit this year. Mm. We'll no. have to wait for the recruit episode. I can't. No. <laughs> anyway, what should we? Uh, Zach Clark was the best recruit. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> should we make a bit of breakfast? Yes, yeah, boys. Peckish, actually, we are in early this morning. We are. We might start off with hard boiling an egg or two. It's brunch. That's me. Yes. Uh, it's brunch time. You boys already know who it's going to be. It's going to be Rough Ed. Yeah. Mm. Very uh, good. Very good. I got down to that 
game at Marvel. Obviously, a bit of a poor spectacle because <laughs> the, the Suns didn't. Though, cat for the big man. Um, every time Ruffy got near the ball, it's like the entire stadium changed from zero decibels to off the off the chart. <laughs> off the 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 meter was broken. Um, they they absolutely loved it. I walked in right as he got his first goal, and the the Hawks members were going off with the "All you need is rough" chant, which was amazing <laughs> to hear. Um, second minute of the second quarter, everybody got up and. Uh, gave him a standing ovation, which was lovely to see. Mm. And the yeah, big I man showed up for the day. Well, Six snags. He should he should have kicked more. Jack Gunston pinched one from him. <laughs> and uh, You apologised to him as well. And, Ch- and Charlie Ballard and um, that other bloke at Gold Coast. Lockie front. Weller had no sense of occasion. <laughs> he became public enemy number one. Yes, Lockie was a bit uh, <laughs> crazy. But we know Ruffy's had an amazing career. 283 games, 578 goals. So he kicked six on the weekend, so he added a couple. You love that. Um Obviously, a four-time Premiership player through 2008, 13, and 15. Mm. Coleman medalist as well, boys, in the 2013. Yeah, he did win a Coleman. Yes. Two-time All-Australian, 13, 14. Obviously, the captain during the 2017 and 2018 season. He's led the goal-kicking for, obviously, the Coleman year, 2014 and 2017. And he won a rising star nom in 2005. So, he ticked off about every bloody award possible. Huge accolades. So, we congratulate you, Ruffy, on a big career and... Uh, yeah, good. I was amazed yeah. that he's. I was, was going to say, guys. Yeah, sorry, Doc. No, I was going to say, did you guys? You guys remember that he started as a fullback? Yes, that was. Oh, I, do, I don't. To be honest, I, I can't say I remember much. On his career, yeah, yes. yeah. When Back he then. when when he was drafted, he was recruited as a key defender. Well, wow. realised he read the ball too well. We need someone to kick a goal. So, <laughs> and then, and then yeah, partnered up with Buddy. Big buds to and big later, and a couple of goal kicking and four premierships. Four flags later. So yeah, uh, Ruffy's my hard ball to the week, and congratulations, Ruffy, on a good career. Yeah, well, well done, Ruff. Well done. We might, <laughs> we might go over to the uh, the scrambled. Oh, Doc's, yeah. Doc's got someone to scramble. <laughs> we'll keep keep it brief because I think Cat's got about a a paragraph, a, a, a bloody essay, <laughs> an essay's oh. worth of uh, words he's got to say to a certain football club. But I'm going to scramble. Um, Chris Scott, the coach of Geelong. Um, now we all know Geelong. I, I did say before Geelong played all right, and that that game on Saturday, but his comments after the game in regards to one Charles Cameron. One Sir Charles. <laughs> one Sir Charles. <laughs> it's got to be one of the most stupidest and ignorant things I've ever heard from him. Do you know exactly what he said? Though? He said, well, Charlie Cameron, as, as you guys. Yes. Yeah, I think the, cause the question was, how did you see Charlie Cameron's impact on the game? He I kicked, think. kicked five goals, kicked half of Brisbane's goals. And what does Chris Scott say? He says it's, uh, he didn't make much impact. I don't know what game he was watching. Probably watching the VFL. Uh, I don't know what game he was watching, but uh, five goals in a five goals in a ten goal apiece game. <laughs> He's making a bit of impact, Chris. I don't know. You, you better you better keep those words to yourself, buddy. Mm. That's a good. That's a good scramble. But uh, oh, no, um, what's that one? Yeah, that was scramble. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah, that was scramble. Also, I wanted to scramble GWS, but uh, <laughs> apparently I'm not allowed vendettas. No, no vendettas. <laughs> This is not. It's not a vendetta when they've when they have not kicked two, when they have not kicked goals in consecutive seconds. Settle hunts. down, big fella. The only team. It, it is not a vendetta <laughs> when Heath Shaw starts carrying on a leader. <laughs> oh, here we go. Starts carry- He's got it out anyway. He's got it out anyway. Starts carrying on like a pork chop. Okay. Can I just say, that's that that I produced. This is the first time since 1933 mm. that a team has had goalless halves, consecutive second halves. It's been 108 years. It's not 1933. It'd be. 1908. Anyway, the wow. last time that team was... 101. University. Jeez. Yeah, university wasn't around in 1933, mate. Yep, they were gone. Wow. They were that shit they had to... No, 1908. 
101 years. So, the Giants have got something to answer for. Yep. Mm. They're part of my quickies later on. But Cat. Yeah, I was yes. going to say, it's part of my quickies. Yes, hello. I'm fired up. <laughs> I am fired up. I'm fired up, boys. I had, I had a bit of a, a, bit of a, a, bit of a rant pre, pre-weekend about the Port on, Adelaide power. On the weekend. Well, also on the weekend. <laughs> <sighs> this team, this team, I think to quote myself exactly, I've never seen a team with as much talent as they have on their list piss away their opportunities as consistently as they do. What has it been? Three years in a row now that the power have failed to make finals despite looking like a contender throughout most of the year. I thought you said contender. Ken, Ken <laughs> not, definitely not a contender. Ken contender. I don't know who's to blame here for this. Chicken I don't. <laughs> Ken chicken tenders. I don't know. Ken, I don't know if it's the, the way the way. Or is it the cattle? You have to look at the Port's record through the year. How often do they go win loss win loss win loss? No, absolutely no consistency to how the team plays. So is it continuity between the group? Maybe. Mate, I don't know. How do you smash the Bombers and the Swans two weeks in a row, and then get as annihilated as you do? By North Melbourne. They have had a lot of changeover in terms of personnel though throughout the year. They have, but I don't know. I don't know if the list. They've had a lot of players come in yeah. and a lot of players come out. I, I'm I'm just going to add in to Cat's defence. They re, they were going they were going to run into a team that have just kicked the one goal the week before. They mm. knew what they were getting themselves into. And they, Maybe and it's they, overconfidence. And they had the week to get themselves ready, mm. but they did not. You think a coach, the coach's job would to make sure make sure that the players don't become overconfident and think that it's an easy win because if you go and thinking it's an easy win, you're just going to phone it in and you're not going to play to the best of your ability. Well, we know this year, looking at the ladder, that anyone can beat anyone on any day. But I just want to list off some specific names. Well, Gokko's beat us earlier in the year, so I don't know about that. Some specific specific names of players that I think had an absolutely shocking performance. Darcy Byrne-Jones. I have been pumping this man up all year. Give him a rap. They let you down every time, Millsy. flown completely under the radar, and the man ends up with five touches to his name for the entire game. Was he injured? No. No, he wasn't injured. Tell me how a player... You wish he was. <laughs> tell me how a player who runs through halfback and the outside of the midfield... How many fantasy points Gets five touches. Eight. <laughs> Eight. It is his job to collect the ball off the back line and move it forward. I don't and even, he couldn't even do that. I don't even think he, I don't even think Darcy Byrne Jones knows what his role is. Well, especially with the pill down there for as long as it was kicking five the, five touches. That's good enough. Peter Laddams. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know I am not gonna I, roast I, him I will. Not gonna roast him too much because he's still a young boy, but he shouldn't have played. He shouldn't have played. You he only Todd Goldstein, one of the informed rucks of the comp, and you're leaving a premiership ruckman. In the two that's that's what that's what the, that's Ken's mistake. There is oh, not yeah. playing bloody Scott Lysette in the place of Laddams. Lysette and Ryder would have shown much better uh, as a duo. Charlie Dixon uh, He's <laughs> kick, kick a bag. Did he <laughs> kick a bag? About Charlie three kicked one three times this year. He kicked one. He had three marks, which is Excellent. pretty pretty poor for a he forward said, of. He said, he kicked, he said Charlie Dixon size. kicked a bag when he uh, was in the hospital. Oh dear! <laughs> the only the only players who can hold their head up high really are Boke, Houston, who had another twenty nine touches to his name. Rosie still looked dangerous forward, um, and Carl Amon still kept doing his thing and got two goals to his name. But the rest of the team all performed well below their average. Did well, Robbie Robbie Gray had three game. goals as well. I it was on the it was in, on in the background. I just I want to know I who did, was on Robbie Gray. I wanted to know who was on Ben Brown. Was it Cleary or was it? Uh, it might have been. Um, I'm thinking it was Cleary. 
Okay, okay, okay. What are you going to say about Tom Cleary? Because it's not his fault. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm exactly on on with you, Miller. I, I, think I, I don't think it's his fault. All of Port's uh, defenders are better on the intercept than they are on one-on-one. I think Jonas is probably the best one-on-one so defender Jonas down there. Jonas is a there. very good one-on-one. Tom Cleary is a good one-on-one defender, but... Ben Brown has got a lot of size on him. Brown's also one of the best leading forwards in the competition, if not the best leading forward. Mm. Yeah. If he gets a straight run at it, he is going to mark the ball every I time. I think they need another key back for me, boys. I said it early in the year and during the offseason. But I, Tom... What's Tom Jared Lean, What's Jared Leanett doing these days? Well, he's not a key defender No, he's me. not that big. No. Is he? I thought he, was, no. I thought he was 196. So did I, but he's just... He's a bit smaller than that. He's more of a rebounding type operator, isn't he, Cat? Uh, yes, Jared. He is. He's one ninety three, but still, that's oh, not okay. quite big enough for him. Yeah, okay, okay. And he's got nothing on him. He looks like a skinny giraffe. <laughs> I thought he was. I thought he was taller than that. My bad. But no, um, I, I, he's a good player. But I think the port Tom Tom has impressed me this year. But that's a matchup that you need somebody like a bloody Jordan Ruffhead or a mm. Darren Glass. Get Darren Glass. Back <laughs> Get Darren Glass, Darren Glass back in. But anyway, what about a, Scarlett? That's a good one. So I don't know what's going on with Port Adelaide. Can't something needs to be done, and I don't know who the problem is. Well, let's do who's the man now, gentlemen. I think the who's pro- the man? The problem is just Ken and the players. <laughs> it's the players. <laughs> they're, uh, what are they, Ken? They're not very good. <laughs> they're average. <laughs> they're not very good. All right, who would like to start with who's the man? I think we're all going to pick the same player, though, probably. No, oh, okay, we? no, okay. we're, we're going we're gonna to do a variation of who's the man. It's called who's the man that's not Ben Brown. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Right, right, okay. Who's the man? So collectively, we have selected Ben Brown, but it's we will ben do an individual who's the man. Um... Honestly, this is a hard one this week. I would probably... <sighs> I don't know. There were, many, there were so many big performers, but I also felt like a lot of the teams that won were on, off the back of team <laughs> team efforts. You know? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you one, because we haven't talked about the doggies enough today. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I want to say Joshua Dunkley, but I'm going to give it to Jack McRae, because I think he's, yes. been, he's been outstanding the last month of footy. Hmm. That's a uh, good call. He had 39 touches on the weekend, and I think, what is it? He's, av- he's only four touches behind Adam Trelaw for disposals, total disposals this mm. season. So if this man is not all- man. if this man is not All-Australian this year, I will seriously run up to Gil McLaughlin and the uh, Boffins who run the, a- the AA team <laughs> and give them a piece of my mind. Piece of my mind, because dead set, this bloke is, a, is one of the best runners in the competition at the moment. He is. Great I've egg. got one. I've actually got one too, and I think. Oh, you can go then. Oh, no. We've chosen different games. No, um, yeah, I, I saw you looking at Carlton, and I thought no, I might no, be. No, no, no. Maybe not the best man of the round, but the way that he performed his role mm. was excellent. Levi Casbolt. Yes. Yes. Jacob Wiedering was a late out, which left the Blues with basically no key defenders oh, and <laughs> Lucky Plowman with their... As their tallest man back there. Miller just, said, Miller just said good when you said good. Was good. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know, I don't know why God I didn't come in. But Levi yeah. had to fill the hole in the back line, and he did so excellently. How, how did Darcy play? Uh, touches. Eight touches and a goal. Yeah, okay, I'll, gi- I'll give him that on the goal. But anyway, anyway, Levi, 20, 20 <laughs> touches, uh, 10 marks. Uh, he had four tackles as well, just to, just to throw that in there. Uh, rebound, you know, 10 one percenters as well. Rebound 50s. He only had two. That's okay. Um, but that's probably one of the best games I've seen Casbolt play forward or back. Well, it'd be career high disposals probably. It was fantastic from him. Um, I just thought the Blues backline structure was so much more solid mm. with him back down there. You watch it 
if Levi Casbolt's not playing good football, Carlton won't offer him a contract either. Either. Mm. Very cool. Well, I've <laughs> I've gone for Jamie Elliott. Very cool. Oh yes. Now, yes. Yeah. Right on. Had a tough year, Jamie. Still had an interrupted season. Played about probably half the games this year, but had a breakout game on a very average. Defender, in my opinion, and, and uh, Luke Brown. Luke Brown got absolutely mince meated. We know you're not a big fan of him. Uh, Jamie Elliott had 19 touches, 10 marks, and five goals too. So mm-hmm. he was just immense all around. Five goals, five goals, Jamie. I, I described uh, his performance during the game as absolutely taking the piss. <laughs> I've never seen uh, Jamie Elliott looked like he did at his best. It's good to see. It, him it, it is great because yeah. he he is full of he is full of talent. That boy, and, and I think it was a good time as well to hit form, Doc. Considering that Stevenson's out, and um, you know, well, there's one more game till he's back. Big J. That's yeah. true. Yep. He so, comes back in for finals if the Pies want to play him. And I think he will. Oh no, nah, you'd be silly. Not, you'd be silly not to. As well this week, boys will play in the VFL. So hopefully, I'd like to see Daniel Wells get back in, mm. elite player. But I don't. Th- I don't think he. I don't think he can get back in that team. Anyway, Jamie Elliott was outstanding, and he's had a contract come into the year, so he's putting uh, the game on the burner to try and get a contract. And one man I just want to mention as well, Brandon Maynard, boys, 30 touches. Well done. marks. He does he well. improved out of sight. Mm. Did he keep Eddie Betts goalless? Uh, I'll tell you. Eddie! <laughs> no, he kicked one. <laughs> no, well, just one. Good, well, good enough. No, Eddie had 15 touches as he was playing in the midfield because they have no run. Okay. Those are our men one for the, the round. And, 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 they're gonna, and what, and they're going to find me, run in Eddie Betts in the middle, are they? Yes, pretty much. Cool. So let's what go in the time machine. All right, we're jumping this, this in. This is exactly what's wrong with the All right, right, okay, right, okay. We're not talking about Don Park anymore. Oh, all, right, all right, We're actually going forward in time this week. Yes. yes. We're actually jump. We're going we're gonna to pull is, out. Is, is this the first in A3? Are we going forward? I think, I think so. so. For the first time in A3 history? <laughs> well, hopefully we don't get stuck in the future and there's a bad final series ahead of us. We'll let you know <laughs> if, if there is. Um, but we're going to pull out the ladder predictor and have a look at the first week of finals potentially. Doc's been looking at this all week, trying to see the highest the Bulldogs can finish, which I believe is sixth. Hi, yeah, highest if we, everything goes their way. Highest we can finish is sixth, but we have to rely on a couple of very bizarre things to happen here, such as the Giants losing to the Suns. We ha- no, imagine we we have to thump Adelaide by a lot. Possible. About, I could see that happening before Marvel, the Giants losing. No, it's a Ballarat. Yeah. 60, 70 points. Yeah. Sixty seventy points, or for pretty generous eighty points. Oof. And then hope Dunkley that... needs how many touches to... <laughs> oh, he needs... We, 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 we did, we did this yesterday. <laughs> he needs 68 touches to uh, reach a 30 position average. I think average. a couple of beers. I can't see him. I'll write a letter to the Bulldogs <laughs> this week and demand that they give Josh Dunkley the ball every time. Give him the midfield. In order to win this bet. Um, how does the ladder stack up for you, though? I, I don't see the Bulldogs finishing sixth. Uh, because just for the sole purpose that Gold Coast, the GWS play Gold Coast and the Gold Coast have to smash GWS by about 10, 12 goals. Mm. And we have to win by a lot as well to jump to sixth place and get a home elimination final. So we're going to we're gonna finish seventh. I'm, I'm concerned with the fact that we're going to finish seventh. We're going to play GWS again at Who's Giants. finishing eighth? Essendon. You want to work, work your way up? All right. Uh, <laughs> well, look, we, we finish eighth unless we can find a way to beat the Pies. Which... I don't know. The they're pies not, are hot. They're definitely not. The pies are hot. I don't know. I'm expecting an ugly affair. Okay. Uh, look, yeah, Essendon's going to finish eighth. I'm concerned of the fact that Dogs are going to finish seventh, mm-hmm. and they're going to get a they're going to get a final against GWS in Giant Stadium again. Probably. You'll beat them. I know we'll beat. You'll beat them. I know we'll beat. They will beat them. We've already beaten them. Um, so fifth, moving up to fifth. This is this is where it gets very interesting because you can yes. see Collingwood, you can see Richmond. And maybe you can see West Coast and or Geelong in there as well. This is a the scary p- thing. 
it, it depends on it depends <laughs> oh, on so very much. Very scary. But for my for my predictions, I actually got Richmond finishing fifth. I think Brisbane can beat them Ooh, at the G. At the G. What do you reckon, mate? What do you reckon? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, every everybody that those five teams are all going to be incredibly desperate for that top four second chance. I think. Um, I I yeah. I don't know how that game will go. It's going to be a massive game. We show we saw last week that Brisbane can step up to a big occasion, but at the G with prob- possibly seventy thousand in the house, mm. um, they they're going to have to, they're going to have to start winning at the G eventually because. Mm. I know they. I don't doubt that they can. It's going to be tough because they've only played there probably maybe two, three times this year. Yeah, so. I think it, the good thing is that the Lions played in a sellout crowd last week, so it's oh, not the like very the G's. It's yeah. a different environment. There'll be yeah, seventy thousand Richmond supporters there. Gonna, it's going to be rabid Richmond going supporters. off their head. Bloody booing Shannon Hearn as he kicked it out of fullback. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> big O might cop it on the way. Ooh, the big O. Um, so yeah, okay, Richmond fifth. That's all right. So we'll play. Uh, all right. So this is all right. We're playing devil's advocate here and saying the Tigers. It's going to be Rich, Richmond Essendon in week one. That'd be nice. We'll get. We'll get. It'll spifli- be. A, it'll be another. <laughs> spifflicated. <laughs> Absolutely spifflicated. Spifflicated. <laughs> nice section, hey? He's yep. a, he's uh bought, he's put the dictionary out. Uh, cat this week. He's the only word to describe the ugliness of that game. Good on you, you big bookworm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> As a top four, <laughs> I've got. So Col- that got the pies at fourth. Collingwood are going to finish fourth because they're going to beat um, Essendon on the weekend, um, mm. and then and then I've got West Coast. West Coast are going to beat Hawthorne on the weekend. I've got West Coast beating Hawthorne. So that puts them in third, does it? That puts them in third. Uh, Geelong and Geelong's going to beat Carlton. I'm calling an upset that week. Yeah, week. it could well, happen. Here's, here's I like it. it. It could happen. Well, what happens if Carlton do beat Geelong? It'll be West Coast. It's it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be Geelong and oh, West, Coast West Coast matching up in that in that first week anyway. Mm. But it's gonna be West Coast getting the home final. That's why I love it. All right, I love it too. To be honest, could not happen to a better club. Uh, and that and that means Brisbane gets the uh, the minor premiership first time in the club's history. Well, they'd like that. They would like that. And I'll tell you what, if Chris Fagan doesn't get a coach of the year, oh, he will. If if he doesn't get coach of the year, he has to. All right. Well. What we've we've done that. We've done this is the, that's the realistic top eight right there. I'm I'm gonna have a read of the top eight if this round is absolute chaos and all the underdogs get up. Oh no! So, in the in the event like of in the here. event of chaos round, I like what he's done here. The first week of elimination finals will be Collingwood versus the Bulldogs at the MCG. I I would be absolutely busting nuts to go to that. <laughs> Right, uh, moving on, Kat. Uh, we would play the Giants in a home final, also at the G. Oh, that would be a great game. Which I think we could win. Yes. I think it would battle battle of the biggest losers, and I think we'd come out on top. That would be the only chance you get to win a final. Probably be the shittest final of all time. Brisbane would play <laughs> Richmond at the Gabba. And Double chance, though. The Cats would play the Eagles, probably at the MCG. That is some juicy content. I say probably, definitely, yeah, definitely the MCG. This, this, this chaos. The this chaos around would also see the Lions finish two games clear on top. That'd be nice. Ooh, but they're not going to beat us. Sorry. Um, so I honestly would rather this finals because this finals is so much more to sink your teeth into. The big one there, Cat. Honestly, is that Gold Coast have to beat GWS. Yeah, yes, Hawthorne that is. To beat West Coast over there. <laughs> like and I said, this is chaos around. <laughs> chaos around. <laughs> uh, I, I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, I would rather that final series just for the sole fact that I can go watch the Bulldogs Collingwood at the MCG. Mm. 
That would be huge. Three MCG finals that week. And, and I would get around to all I'd those. And, 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 draw, and draw shades of the uh, 2006 elimination final where we absolutely walloped them by eight goals. Yes. Well, I've got a realistic ladder. All right. Okay. Often. Miller's got... Is this similar to Doc? Is it, is it similar to mine? It is sort of similar. So, in eighth, we have Essendon. Yep. Okay. And they would be playing fifth place Collingwood. Ooh. Play them... Play them one week, get a week off, play them again. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, I have the Dogs finishing in seventh. Yep. And GWS finishing sixth. So, game up at the Camberino. Camberino. It'll be in Sydney. Giant Stadium. Um, So, the Giants and the Dogs. Um, And then, this is the ideal. Geelong plays Richmond at the G. They'll have a flashback to that. Shades of 2017. They'll uh, break a sweat. Start getting into runs, maybe have to go to the bathroom, and they'll be in a bit of trouble. The cats. <laughs> they so had a bit of dodgy ham. Get a bit of the runs, and then obviously Brisbane playing West Coast at the Gabba. That is, that Ooh, I like that one. one. I like that one a lot. Both teams love a bit of hot weather. They also haven't played since round one. Even more exciting. So grudge match, grudge match. Get a bit of feel for each other, but um, yeah. So that's my letter. But we look, we need to beat. Uh, Brisbane, and that is a massive game this weekend. I'm so excited. I don't, I don't think we can. I don't think we've understated it enough this episode that Brisbane Richmond is the game of the round. It is the game because it dictates what's happening, what happens. <laughs> in it will be absolutely mental I, at the MCG. I, I've just got to say, I've just been working on the calculations. Yet. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm, he's got his calculator out and he's he's crunching the, the numbers. Up, you're the bloody nerd. <laughs> there, he's got the dictionary over here and the the numbers <laughs> crunching over there. And uh, uh, this is funny because I am the the least bloody. Uh, Math, eh? The, the, the least mathematical person you can see on this planet. Um, <laughs> not, a, not a numbers boffin at all, I'm Doc. Not a numbers boffin at all. The only... Uh, absolutely, like, I know Gold Coast have to beat GWS. <laughs> we... To get a home final... Boys, least, I love your enthusiasm, but get, get real. <laughs> 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 it's not a man can dream, Miller. A man can dream. He can dream. Stewie Jew can also take the piss. <laughs> <laughs> Stewie Jew's been taking the piss all year. Aaron Young, poor bloke. Falling out for Aaron. What, what does he do? Seventy. We have to beat. So, so say if uh, Gold Coast beat GWS by at least maybe five goals, five goals, maybe even twenty points. Gold Coast beat GWS by five goals. <laughs> the same sentence does not work. It does not compute. Does not compute. That shouldn't go in the calculator. So the... Shut up and let me dream for a minute. All right, let the man talk. Shut up and let me dream for a minute. We have to beat Adelaide by 70, 80 points Easy. to get a home final. Easy. Easy. That's the most plausible thing here. Most, most... It'll be it'll be Bulldogs GWS at Marvel Stadium. Because we're not going to fill out the MCG. Imagine the confidence the dogs would have going into that game and then winning from that game. Then winning a flag. They would be absolutely running home. Coming home, boys. <laughs> all right. Okay. We could go on about this all day. That's a good ladder we've, we've got boys. more segments. Good, good time machine. Now we've got a very, very quickies. The world famous. The quickest quickies you've ever seen. The quickest quickies. Who would like to go first? We need like a drum roll and like the suspension music. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's, it's, well, one, it's, it's been one of our it's one of our most popular segments now. I've yeah, got a, while we're still talking about the finals. Yeah, I've got a quickie, yes. boys, yes. for both of you. Yes. Who are the best and worst teams coming into the finals? Best team is Brisbane. Worst team is GWS. Just, just. I'd say both of those. Maybe best team Richmond. Okay. No right. bias at all, is there? Just form it. Just form. Just, just form. pure form. Yeah, okay. Will right. Brad he- Hill end up at St Kilda? Yes. Yes. And is 900k too much? Yes. No. Yeah. I will say depending on if he's an Australian this year or not. Depending. It's depending. It's depending. What did you say? Yes. Yes. Okay. It's too much. 
I'd say he's probably worth seven fifty. It's very much I've got another one. All right, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Would you be rubbing your hands together playing the Giants first week of the final? Yes. Yes. Guaranteed win. Okay. I've got one for you boys. Should the Crows rebuild? Do they offload Matt Crouch? No. Brad will cry. Yeah, no, because if one goes, they both go, I feel. Say, say they they offload both Crouch brothers. What's their midfield at that point? Well, Do they have a midfield? Ratkins. Ratkins, Ratkins hey. and Rory Sloan. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Carl Hardikin. Rory Sloan, like 31. <laughs> Should trade Rory Sloan. Yeah. Trade him. Yeah, look, I, I agree. And and take Tex Walker with you too. Hmm. And take Don Pike. All right, it's quick. He's not long. He's. Um, you can't get rid of Don Pike. He's like he's just there. All right, I've like got a bad smell. All right, I've I've got another. Is there room for Josh Dunkley, Jack McRae, and Marcus Bondpelli in the All Australian no. Twenty Two? No. Oh. I genuinely oh. think there is. No. <laughs> no. Mm, that's a very hard question. No. Only because there are so many good midfielders. Midfielders have run too deep this year. No. Two will miss out. The thing is, they will can... Will Rockhead get dropped okay. this week, boys? Yes. <laughs> yes. Have you heard Clarko in 360 last night? Yes. Cla- Clarko's a ruthless boy. <laughs> and my last one for you, Cat. Mm, hello. Because I know you have a love for the Swans. Do they have the best young core in the comp oh. for the future? You seem to be going on about this. Uh, no. Who does uh, 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 The Bulldogs. Uh, thank you. I was no. I was just going to say I was going to add. I'd on. put them above the Blues. I'd put them above the Suns, but I wouldn't put them above the Dogs. Well, that yeah. kind of just spoils my next week. <laughs> um, are Carlton more closer to a flag than Sydney? No. Yes, no. they are. Yes, Carlton will win more games than Sydney next year. Better kick score in a goal next year. <laughs> <laughs> no, Carlton are Carlton are. You're kidding yourself. And Nick Blakey becomes a lizard, fully morphed. <laughs> he sheds his skin. <laughs> Out of the cocoon. He <laughs> comes like the lizard man from the old Spider-Man film. He's the, <laughs> he's the lizard. The, old, the, the, the scientist well, that's, just... That's a good quickie. <laughs> I got one more. I got he's one got more. Got one, he's got one more. I got one more. A lot of quickies. If if the Giants don't make top four next year, is Leon Cameron in trouble? No. I think he is. I don't know. <laughs> it's not <laughs> his fault. It's not his fault. Players. <laughs> no, it's the injuries and the loss of talent. So, players. so it's the players. <laughs> so it's it's the players <laughs> and the medical staff. They're crap. And the medical staff. <laughs> um, I, I think he. I think he is in trouble if they don't get the top four. All they do is make the finals and get out first week, so they don't care. Well, they made a couple of prelims. Good <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. What good that did them? Uh, it's good to see um, Simon Goodwin finally get some heat. I think he'll be gone next year. If they if they don't show any fight. Or any passion or desire. I haven't shown any fight all year. Apparently, Next according year. according to um, I think it was Petraka in the post game interview. They've they've already reset. They've already they've decided they were already reset a couple of weeks ago. But it looked like it on the weekend. They haven't shown anything. Absolutely. <laughs> haven't shown like they've reset. Not playing like I a new Christian team. Petraka spends the whole year in the midfield as well. Next year, boys. Um, Don't mind that call. Yeah, I just want to see a bit of consistency from the him. the the deepest he should be playing is half forward. Uh, let's do our tips. All right, all right. Ooh, yeah. Very, 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 so we've very. talked about our finals predictions and what we want to happen, but here we go is what we realistically think is going to happen. So it all starts on Friday night oh, with look, a game that look, I'm. <laughs> oh, all right, Doc's not even letting me finish. He's retiring, boys. Oh, he is. He yeah. announced it. He's Breaking just news. Announced it just now. Breaking news. The scientist has. Put the glasses and the lab coat go away. Research. 
No, he's going to put him on. Oh, he's putting yeah. him on. He's going to be in the Fox Footy Lab next year. <laughs> Research, huh? Him and Kingy. Just what I want. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a beautiful Friday night. Sounds like an absolute cooker Friday night. Okay. So, sounds like I'd ha- sounds like I'd have a hundred other places to be on a Friday night. <laughs> the MCG, Collingwood and Essendon, a game that I'm dreading with all my heart and soul. Collingwood. I've already started sweating. Collingwood. <laughs> Miller. Mm. Twelve goals. Twelve goals. Twelve goals. There's no margin on this game. The pies. Um, I'm going to go the Pies by 30 points. I think the Pies will beat us. I think we can keep it closer than you how, might expect. How a team like Essendon gets in the eight and has such a very, very poor percentage. The last two weeks, mate. It's not even that. It's not even that. It, come, it, come, it goes back to the first Who round, you tipping, mate. mate? Who I, you I, tipping? I've already tipped Collingwood, mate. Oh, you 12, 12 goals. So, have you tipped against your team? Yeah, I have. Sydney play. No confidence. Um, Saints. Saints in a dead rubber game at the uh, Sydney Oval. But it's going to be... I think re- they'll both have something to prove in this game, village, though. Uh, because Retirement Village. Sheeran Jack will play his final game and yeah. Jeremy McVeigh. And hopefully there was someone else. No, that's it. Smith and Grundy will... Nick Smith won't play and Grundy will be in the truck. <laughs> well, they'll, they'll, the all truck. Do, they'll all do a lap of honour yeah, or something surely after the game. Yeah. Oh, okay. The at least Hannah's, Hannah's gets to... Fly back to the SCG yeah. to see his old mates off, which is lovely. That, that is good. Probably a wacky's headed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have the Swans. Uh, they've shown a lot the last couple of weeks, and uh, I think they'll get up comfortably. Yeah, I think I've underestimated Sydney a bit the uh, last few weeks, So, and they were very good against uh, Melbourne. It was a very bad game, but I think they'll get up at home. Tipping I'm going to go the Saners. I've got to do some weird ones if I want to overtake the uh, the few above me left You're in the tipping comp. You're only behind me now. <laughs> <laughs> Just need a huge week this week. Got to say I'm close. <laughs> North Melbourne and... He, 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 he won't miss by much by the end of the... <laughs> <laughs> North Melbourne and Melbourne at Bloodstone, gentlemen. So Dan... Another dead rubber. Uh, dead rubber. But North always do well in Tassie, so no, they should no, North, well. North by another 80 points. Oh, yeah, they'll thump the him. They'll thump him. What? Well, on the tipping thing. It's weird. Right, okay. Mix up. Nah, I'm North... I'm going to go North by... 80 points. They'll have that uh <laughs> they'll have that first quarter wind again and they'll kick bloody 12 goals in the first. I'm quarter. going north. Yeah, north. No, 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 no contest there. Do you boys want this one way? It's going to be Carlton. Geelong oh. and Carlton. Oh, Carlton. They're $5.21. So can't, can't say I'm a betting man, so no. can't say I'm confident. <laughs> I'd tip the Cats. I think the Blues will run them. They'll absolutely run them yeah, down I, to the wire. I definitely think they can. But Cats will get up. Geelong too classy. Gold Coast are only seventy two dollars, boys. So they're <laughs> I don't think I've ever ever seen what a betting market that large. Oh, uh, oh my god! They're literally seventy two dollars. In fact, I'm going to take a screenshot and uh, put it on the thing. I uh, look. I uh, yeah. Put the house on it. <laughs> I I do not like many things betting, but I wouldn't put ten pesos on it. Let alone this. This is that is probably the most tempting odds I've ever seen in my life. You're not. You would put, you'd put five bucks on no, them. I put the house five, on Five. Mate, five bucks gets you, what, 300 plus return. They're playing $72 for a 300 reason, plus return. Put the house on it. I'm this is the, oh, this you is will the, never have to work the again. The only time in my life that I would I would is say... It, is it Metricon? Have a bet. 
It isn't magic. Only time in my life I'd encourage it. Oh, he's thinking about it. I'll put $10 on and get 720 back. I'm going to go to the Giants. Imagine that. But I'm going to put maybe a cheeky $2.50. Oh, I I tell you what, if the Giants don't kick a goal in the second half against the Gold Coast, there is some serious problems (laughs) here. University will come back. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just relocate. Okay, we've been talking about for years, relocate Gold Coast to Tasmania. Relocate GWS back to university. (laughs) (laughs) If, If the Giants don't... Kick a goal in the second half. Put Stewie Dew in the in the um in the goal score and let him do a little bit of work. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you tipping it is? Yeah, the Giants. Yeah, Giants. The Giants. Right. But five bucks on the Suns okay, can't go too up. can't go too mildly. This is a big game. Um, West Coast taking on Hawthorne. It's going to be tougher. Optus. Mm. Hawthorne Hawthorne just need to win this to keep their finals hopes alive and just hope that the dogs stumble in Ballarat. Can they do it though? No, no. Okay, I'm tipping. <laughs> <laughs> very, very quick like, Could it happen? No we, 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 we built them up And then we just like yeah. <laughs> Just to crash them back down we, And then we just pushed it down The dogs again. are playing Adelaide yeah, at West Coast Mars for me as well As uh, uh, Mar- mentioned Mars Ballarat Big Mars I just mentioned it We're going Mars, Mars for the down, rich Down at the rat I thought uh, the Crows Would show a bit of heart last week But they showed um, Sweet F all So I'm going to go with the dogs Maybe if I'm If I'm feeling it I'll hop on a V-line Up to Ballarat and Oh yeah Spend the day and D- Don't Don't <laughs> I, 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 it's well groomed. Don't. It's going to be nine degrees and it's going to be pissing wet. I have been to a game in Ballarat before and it was horrible conditions. <laughs> so I'll be going back. <laughs> so so I've, I've actually been to two games in Ballarat. So, well, what was the other one? Uh, it was a Hawks and Dogs game pre-season a couple of years ago. I think it was 2017. Yeah, like, you hey, played them there in the JLT. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we yeah. tipping? All right, sorry, sorry. Tipping the Dogs. Dogs by 10 goals. Um, <laughs> yeah, Dogs. Dogs will get home. Bull, bull, the Bulldogs have... Uh, next to Richmond and Brisbane, they are the, they are the hottest team in the eight at the moment. They are. Game I, I did that little that little ranking in the chat, and I had the dogs third. We've yeah. teased it many times. Three twenty, MCG Richmond taking on Brisbane, fourth place. First. This is a game to get to. Sure, surely we're all going to this I'm game. I'm there. I'm in the. General, I think I'm I will be the there. I'm in the general admin with the boys, so <laughs> on the surfs early. Oh yes, I'm start in the AM. Go, Friday night and Sunday, yeah, mate. Well, hey, gonna be, gonna, I'm going to be down at the MCC on the Terps. Ooh. I'm watch, watch, watching the dogs game early. I'm going to be watching that till full time, and then I'm just going to sit down and if they lose, I'm just going to sit and watch a great game of footy. If they win, I'm just going to be celebrating the bar <laughs> and just keep singing It's Coming Home. <laughs> uh, Doc, Doc will be the man who's way too rowdy in the, the pub. But Brisbane will pull us close. He'll be under a goal. I think I might tip the Lions. I'm tipping Brisbane. Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Bastards. Sorry, mate. And this is the most dead rubber game to end the season. Unless uh, the dogs four, lose. Four, four, Unless the dogs lose. I, I said it last weekend, mate. It's going to be a dead rubber game. 4.40 Adelaide. Uh, Port will be taking on Fremantle. Port will be playing their absolute nuts off if the dogs lose. I'm going to be tipping Port. Because they can still make finals. I'm going Freo. Yeah, Port will win. Port will win. I'm going Freo. Port just... I It'll be unconvincing. I hate Port. <laughs> well, those are the tips, boys. Those are the tips. This is the season. This is it. Cat's going to put the tipping graphic up on Thursday. Yes. And we're going to look at... Where everyone sits, but just a reminder. There you go, there you go, Cat. You've been told. Give, I've been told. I'll give you a little preview. Uh, I sit top with 124. I'm not catching him. Doc sits second. <laughs> I'm not catching him. On 115, so nine back. So uh, as well as possible as um, <laughs> I'm, not catch, I'm not catching him. And um, well, actually, Gold Coast probably winning with the semi. <laughs> and and Cat sits uh, <laughs> ten back from at a miserable 105. A miserable 105. But he's in front of uh, Joe Campbell. You know. Uni things that to shout out, shout out to Joe who uh, uh, who uh, hasn't done his tips for the past two yeah, months. Yeah, I, I was going to say, yeah, gonna say <laughs> that. The only reason he's above Joe Campbell is because he's, he doesn't just, care. He doesn't care anymore. <laughs> a 
doc cares too much. <laughs> yeah, I, I care. <laughs> yeah. Doc's Doc's got a little bit of a bet going with Mr. Joe Esposito over on on the on the gantry. Big man, just shout outs to yes. shout outs over to the gantry. But yes, Doc and Joe are sitting very close in points at the moment. He's, he's two ahead and he's already claimed victory. What, about, so, what, a, what, what is it? A beverage, a beverage to the gentleman who wins. Yeah, yeah it was a pint to the uh, the winner. What do we get if Dunkley doesn't get thirty touches? Yeah, what do we get, Doc? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Another pint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, Everybody's going to be buying each other beverages. Uh, uh, How about uh, two uh, uh, pints? <laughs> sure, surely, there's surely there's got to be like some sort of. Uh... How about a jug for the both of us? Yeah, right. For share. Yeah, done. Yeah, cheers, jug mate. Each. No, no, jug yes. each. What about what about if, if he gets to twenty nine point five? Because Dunkley was harshly traded no, by uh, Bebo. No, no deal. No deal. Oh. I'm not taking the time. No deal. No, no deal. deal. All right, this is ridiculous. All right, all the great, bets have been locked in. That's a great podcast. Boys. All right, yeah, very well, well done, boys. Good time. We've made this one nice and tight this week. Yeah, that's what we need to do. Fifty minutes after. So thank you for listening once again to the final. Well, I say the finals preview, but the finals preview will be next week. As well, well as, and also we got a plug. Yes, the, mate. Next week we're doing all Australian quickies. Yes, all Australian quickies. Because the squad should be up by next Tuesday, mm-hmm. and the I have no doubt the uh, team will be announced on Wednesday. Mm. So we're going to so we'll be here. A Tuesday. special long version of quickies. Yeah, <laughs> long quickies. So longies. Longies. Uh, not quickies. It's going to be an extended quickies. <laughs> we're just going to rattle through the players and just say yes or no. Righto. So that, that, that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it already. The so whole yes. Brisbane team. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Uh, make sure you check out all our socials, A3 Footy Podcast on Facebook, at A3 Footy Podcast on Instagram. We've got the email, A3 Footy at gmail.com. Got a lovely email last week, which I unfortunately <laughs> learned was a stitch up. <laughs> <laughs> As Doc told me, Beryl is not real. Beryl is not Beryl. It's actually it was actually Terry all along. Yeah, it was my good mate Terry. But so. thank you, Terry, for hey Wallace Ter- <laughs> Plow. Hey, <laughs> yes, it was actually Plow sending us. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, but thank you, Terry, for the good laughs uh, with yeah. those questions. It was fantastic. Good egg. You might um, you might get more. <laughs> might get more. You might get more. I'm very scared for finals, boys. Um, oh, it's going to be interesting. I am, I am Bruce McAvaney levels of excited. <laughs> he did say that. But Can't wait. I've been Alex Catalano. I've been Alex Miller. I've been Alex Doherty. <laughs> what a treat that was. Thank you for joining Fantastic. us. Fantastic. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Ooh.